This episode of Business Connection is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor Esser Hayes Insurance Group, serving the Naperville community by putting an expert in your corner since 1941. I'm Liz Spencer and welcome to Business Connection, introducing you to the names and faces of Naperville area entrepreneurs and business owners. Today we'll go on location to the labs. We'll take a look at the new health and wellness initiative from Edward Elmhurst Health. We'll meet a realtor from Baird and Warner, but stay tuned for Learn to Write Now, all here on Business Connection. Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. We have a wonderful guest in studio. It's Aruna Davis. She's the founder and director of Learn to Write Now. Tell me a little bit about your story. Tell me about this. Hi, Liz. Hi. Um, Learn to Write Now. It's actually our 10th year. Uh, we started uh, the writing program about uh, you know 10 years ago in our, the comfort of our basement. <laughs> That's how I like to call, call it. We started this as I found the need for writing enrichment in my child's life, in my son's life. Uh, he was an avid reader, right? And I see that, I was able to see that among his friends too. So they were constantly talking about books and all that. But when it came to writing, it was always this blank page and blank stare, that kind of a look, mm -hmm. you know? They were not able to bring their thoughts. He was able to speak out his thoughts, but he was not able to bring it on the paper. Mm -hmm. So one summer, uh, 2008, I said, okay, I'm gonna gather him and his friends, and we just did a, a writer's work workshop because I've always been into writing. I'm an engineer, I'm a business graduate, but what I would like to call myself as, as mostly is like I'm a writer or I'm a writer in training, so to speak. So I said, okay, I will put those skills into play and do a little, you know, prop-based writing. So that's really how it got started for those few months in summer. And I put that aside. Uh, later, when my friends, they realized, hey, this is really good. What you did with our kids, it's fantastic. And they seem to be, you know, getting the, the process of writing. Could you do this again? I said, okay, let's think about it next summer. So we just kept doing this like a few summers. Mm -hmm. But then parents who got to know, you know, it's really, it, it, it spread like wildfire, I would mm -hmm. say, you know, word of mouth. So parents and friends who got to know, they started coming to us. I'm coming to me, so to speak, and telling, hey, my student is a senior in college. I mean, in school, in high school, applying to college. Mm -hmm. So could you help with the college admission essays? Mm -hmm. I kind of more like a pro bono mm -hmm. sort of a thing. I said, okay, I'll be happy to help out. Uh, but then we got into a structured way of doing this as Learn to Write Now, and that's basically the story of Learn to Write Now. That's wonderful. Now, with Learn to Write Now, you have kind of two, two tracks, mm -hmm. more your creative writing track and then more your, your Learn to Write track. Am Correct. I right? So yeah. talk to me a little bit about how it's structured. Uh, the two tracks are creative and academic. Although we started as a creative enrichment, solely a creative writing enrichment center, I think our academic enrichment has become so much bigger. Uh, so much so now, although it was a writing enrichment, now we are also a reader's workshop. We have a test prep workshop, and then we, we do public speaking and debate. So because we anchor everything that we do in writing. Mm -hmm. you know, we, t we even tell our public speaking and debate uh, students, unless you become the president of the country or a president of an organization, nobody is going to write your speech mm -hmm. okay you will not have a speech writer you still have to write your own speech mm -hmm. so we anchor everything in that writing so that's why we call ourselves learn to write now and uh, so and we believe that you know English language enrichment it, it kind of encompasses all this the reader the writer this this the, the best speaker and the test 
test taker, you know. So we uh, catered to all those uh, fields of study. So I, think, I, I couldn't agree with you more. That you, you, we all need to have command of the written language and, and to be able to read. Those are fundamental things that we need to be able to do. So tell me a little bit about how it works. So I have a, I have a, a child who is struggling perhaps. How would that? How would a workshop work for for that? Right, that's a good question. So we have different kinds of uh, parents with different kinds. I mean, even within the same family, you know, multiple sets of students, mm -hmm. their own children who are students who have various needs. So a mom who comes to us, she would say, my older one, she loves writing. Okay, but there is not enough enrichment that I'm able to, you know, help her with either, either at home or at the school level. What can you do? So then it becomes a challenging enrichment program, right? So if she is at a certain grade level, we understand. What what, she, what she, she or she cannot do and kind of challenge her from there and make it better. But there are, she would say her brother, of course, he doesn't like to read, he doesn't like to write, or he just cannot write, he wouldn't do anything. Can you help? We said, of course we can help, you know. So then it becomes a part remedial program too. So the student is not able to perform well at their grade level. So we maybe start, start the student at slightly, you know, uh, uh, a lower grade level without them knowing, because you know you don't have to tell them, hey, you're a fourth grader, but we have to start work at the second grade level. But we give them those enough work so they, they, they become confident at their grade level mm -hmm. pretty soon. That's the key word there, especially with your remedials. You're giving them confidence. So Correct. They, and that's gonna, that's gonna improve their learning right now. How does a, a, a parent get connected? How do you, do you run classes all year round? How long do they run? Right. So although we initially started as a summer-only program, <laughs> now we are an all-year-round program, which is fantastic. Okay. The community has, you know, uh, realized the need. I mean, although among reading, writing, and arithmetic, they say writing is the forgotten R. I, I think at least in Naperville, they realize writing is an important skill. So because the community has come, you know, again and again asking for this kind of an enrichment, uh, so now it's an all-year-round program. But we only enroll the students at three points in the year: uh, one in January. So currently, the winter-spring registration is going on. Okay. And then we have one in summer, you know, starting in June, and then another one starting in fall as the school begins. You had mentioned off-camera that one of the things you do in your workshop, so take me through that workshop of you give them assignments, and mm -hmm. there are many assignments, and then more importantly, I want you to tell me about the feedback. Okay, wonderful. Um, so uh, the student comes to our workshop for once a week. Uh, it could be a 75 minute or a 90 minute or a two hour class, right? Depending on the kind of workshop they Majority of the workshops are 75 minutes long, the writers, readers. So once they come into the workshop, these are small group workshops. Uh, it could be as small a group of six students going all the way up to 12 students. And depending on the number of students, the number of teachers are also, we maintain a good student-teacher ratio. Uh, these are instructor-led classes. Uh, so that the students come and learn something called a mini lesson from a packet of instruction, right? So there's a lesson for the day. And then they learn the lesson, get all their you know questions clarified, and there is an in-class discussion always because you know English language that's how you learn through discussion. So we have Socratic seminars, we have question and answer sessions, all those kind of things. So once that is done, there is some classwork that is done because you want to have a supervisor or a coach looking at okay, this is how you're writing. This sentence could be better if you just added one more adjective in this place, you know. And they take that feedback and they go home to finish this mini lesson. 
at home. And they bring it back the following week. And every work that is brought in, we actually provide feedback, either on paper or whatever that is submitted via, say, Google Docs. We provide feedback. There's a ton of feedback. And so every parent who has done the program with us, they've said, we have never, ever received so much feedback for our students, you know, uh, for their work. And that feedback, we think, is the cornerstone of success, of Learn to Write Now. So what, what advice would you give to parents to help their student become, you know, a better, better writer, a better reader? Okay. Uh, great question. You know, as a parent, uh, I always like to model or I would like to practice before I preach. So if I can be the model for my child, right? If I'm the good reader, if I'm the good writer, then immediately my child will follow suit. Right, that is there. So if there is an opportunity to give a, a birthday gift for your child, you know, besides other things that they you know, have on their birthday list of gifts, always get a book, you know. And if it's possible, buy yourself a, a similar book or the same book. And you can be your child's book buddy, mm -hmm. right? And you can both have, you know, and then while you drop your child off uh, for a soccer session or you have a dinner table conversation, that book then becomes a bonding mechanism. And that's a fantastic thing. Similarly, free we, something, we do something called a free writing in the workshop. This is just giving a simple, plain journal to your child and then telling, okay, whatever is just freely floating in your head, capture that on paper. It could be a simple thing, a one sentence that's still good enough. We can build on that sentence. So that's how we go about it. That's, those are two simple things, but it can be put into action right away, I would say. I think that's wonderful advice. And I think what you're doing, what you're offering is super and, and so needed in today's digital world. So thank, thank you, you so much. Thanks for stopping by and telling me all about it. I thank appreciate you. it. Thanks for this opportunity. You're welcome. And we're going to be right back with more Business Connections. Stay tuned. This episode of Business Connection is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor Esser Hayes Insurance Group, serving the Naperville community by putting an expert in your corner since 1941. Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. I'm on location today. I'm at the Labs, a unique fitness facility. So let's start really big. Tell me about what is the Labs? Who is the Labs? LAMPS is a, it's a fitness facility and performance center for all ages, all levels, all sports, people from all walks of life. It really, we're a place for everyone. Who's your clientele? You say you're all walks of life, but is there a niche or is there somebody that's uh, special? No, actually we serve um, little ones to, to the elderly. We serve um, elite athletes as well as beginner athletes. We have um, people with disabilities and um, really everyone. We uh, have general fitness, we have triathlon training, we've got swim, we do team training. We have an incredible signature class that's based on functional fitness, um, HIIT training, and um, heart rate. Mm -hmm. That's called the Catalyst class. We have a recovery room, we have personal training, we train golfers, we train swimmers, triathletes, really we run the gamut. That's awesome, because yeah. I think everybody can benefit from one another, whether you're a super elite or you're just beginning, a golfer, whatever. So. Absolutely. When we first started labs, we wanted to be different. Mm -hmm. So we looked for every differentiator we could find as there's a fitness place on every corner. Mm -hmm. So not only in the philosophies, but the equipment, the technology, and the way we cater to our clients. Everyone's an individual. We get to know the client and make sure that we're serving their individual needs. Our um, 
Our fitness center is a one-of-a-kind, it's a one-of-a-kind design. You mentioned the Catalyst. This is mm -hmm. your signature class? That is our signature class. So so take me through it. What, what is that? What's in there? It consists of a, a huge functional fitness rig and um, cardio modalities. All of the cardio modalities are human powered, so you burn more calories. Mm -hmm. We have the Woodway treadmills, we have Jacob's ladders, we have water rowers. We also have um, rings that hang from the ceiling that you can swing from. We have a sprint track. And the class is designed in work to rest ratios depending on what system you're working. So you'll go from a strength exercise to cardio with different work to rest ratios. And what was the motivation behind that, that class? It was to um, do something that was really interesting, that was different, but effective. And to look at every system that the body has and be able to manipulate a class so you can cover every one of those systems to make someone truly as fit as they need to be and can be. If you continually work just endurance, just speed, just strength, you don't become a totally fit athlete. Um, you want to work your muscles, you need to work your heart, you need to work your flexibility. So the Catalyst class kind of hits every angle and makes our athletes more resilient. The results are phenomenal. We did benchmark testing before we um, launched the class and we had about a 12% um, reduction in body fat over the course of uh, an eight month period. You have a tremendous amount of technology here to help us. Tell me a little we bit do. more about that. So um, the labs is very data-driven. Mm -hmm. um, we feel the data helps the coaches. It mm -hmm. helps us. Um, it's a learning mechanism. Mm -hmm. We can provide data to make sure that our programs are working mm -hmm. um, and our athletes can see progress. So on the fitness floor, we um, have a heart rate-based class. We use MyZone heart rate mm -hmm. and the athletes can see after class, um, they'll receive an email. It will tell them how many calories they burned. Um, what did their heart do? Is their heart becoming more efficient? Mm -hmm. um, how many points did they earn? So depending on how hard they're working within the parameters, that have been regulated to them as an individual, they earn points. Um, and when we are counting points, you can we actually do challenges, and okay. we'll have uh, you know teams or individual challenges where you can win things during the year. And in our cycling classes, we use some software called Perf Pro, and it will give our um, athletes an email after class that tells them how many calories they burned, what their average power was, um, how many revolutions per minute they're spinning at and um, of course how the distance they've gone and that's a great metric so we'll do benchmark testing where we do the same workout about every six weeks so we can see what the actual progression is trying to replicate the same conditions and the same efforts now you also have a youth program here tell me a we little do. bit about that our youth programs are phenomenal super fun um, and depending on the age you know for the little ones it looks more like organized play and mm -hmm. that's what it needs to be mm -hmm. so we have a warrior fitness program for the little ones a lot of climbing jumping and again building confidence and making those kids feel like I can do this you know and it, it's it's super exciting we also have general fitness for kids um, that's our catalyst kids class mm -hmm. so it's similar to our adult class but um, you know the times are kind of reduced so that they don't get bored and um, you probably do more and we get a little goofier of course but a lot of it's just about movement um, and really self-confidence that's awesome yeah now you you do some team training here tell yes. me yes what teams are you training we do quite a bit of team training so over the course of the past two years we've really trained teams from every every spectrum so we've had football baseball okay. basketball across 
Cross country, of course, a lot of swimmers and triathletes. Every sport moves in a different kinetic line. So our coaches are well-versed in kinetic chain efficiency, understanding how the body works sports specifically. So we make sure that athletes are less prone to injury um, for the repetitive motions that they do sports specifically. And we work with muscular imbalances that are more prone to certain sports and make sure that those athletes um, are just moving the right way before we get them stronger. Now you have something called the recovery room. Which we I do. It makes me smile. Yes. So, so um, the recovery room is a great place to be after you've done your work here. So we have recovery boots in there. Um, those are compression boots that help um, flush out you know, lactic acid, increase circulation. They have um, a massage setting as well as a circulation circulation setting. Those are great. They can make you feel well rested after a long day's work. Mm -hmm. And my favorite thing that we have in the recovery room is our vibroacoustic therapy tables. They, um, they vibrate and have different sound frequencies that you listen to, each geared towards eliciting a different medical response. Mm -hmm. Some are for insomnia, some are for anxiety, depression. They, um, and for healing. So tell me a little bit about your swim training here. We have quite a few programs in our lap pool. We have Masters Swim. Um, there are quite a few triathletes in the Masters Swim program. We also have a youth triathlon team and they're in the pool uh, quite a bit as well. We also have um, Aquastride, which is an in-water running class. It helps <laughs> flush the lymph system, it uses hydrostatic pressure to kind of get the legs fresher. It has the same benefits as running on ground with no impact at all. And that's, uh, that's pretty amazing because the ground hits back. Mm -hmm. And as we get older especially, um, you want to have the benefits of running but not um, hurt your joints. So we've had a lot of success in there with people who are injured or athletes just looking to sustain their um, health for longer mm -hmm. um, or just general fitness. So it's, um, that's a kind of a, a wide demographic in there as well, but it serves some pretty great purposes. We also have um, stand-up paddleboard yoga, um, and that's a ton of fun. This whole place sounds like a lot of fun. It is. Talk to me a little bit about the community that you have here. It's a, it's a very family-centric community. Um, not only families themselves being here, but we are a family, mm -hmm. a family that's always growing and always has more seats at the table. Mm -hmm. And um, just to see the way people support each other through, you know, illness, through losing a loved one through any struggle and um, the arms get bigger, the hugs get, get larger and we're just very close. And again, always wanting to grow and always wanting more people to come in, but it's a very unique place where people mm -hmm. care. We know if you're in class, we know if you're gone. If you're gone, we're gonna call you. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter how many athletes we have, um, we know, so, and we, and we miss people mm -hmm. if, if they miss. So it's, um, it's just a very personal, personal touch, we know what people need, we know where they're strong, we know where they wanna go. It's important that we have that connection with our community um, because if you don't, they don't get their results and you don't grow. And you can't fake caring mm -hmm. and we care. So, um, and we're here because we love what we do. And, um, and we love being here and we're, we're grateful for the opportunities to touch people's lives. I think that's wonderful mm -hmm. and I also think mm -hmm. that's probably one of your differentiating factors too is. is that you, mm -hmm. you care and you're connected and right. I, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. We wish you huge success. Thanks for uh, letting us Thank come in and, and see what you do here. We always enjoy it. All right, we love you guys. Thanks.
we're excited to add Edward Elmhurst Health to Business Connection. There is a lot of moving parts when it comes to managing your health care, and for Edward Elmhurst Health, it's important that each step of the process is safe, seamless, and personal. In this episode, we take a look at the vital role that transition of care plays in your healthcare experience. Healthcare is incredibly complex. We want to make sure that the healthcare experience for our patients is safe, seamless, and personal. And an area of intense focus for us is transitions of care. And transitions of care occur whenever a patient moves from one provider to the next. So for example, when a patient's in the hospital and they go from the emergency department to the inpatient unit, that's a transition of care. Or when we transfer the patient from the hospital to a skilled nursing facility or home care. We have a lot of teams working on different ways to make sure that a patient has a safe and seamless transition to the next site of care. If a patient transfers within the hospital, there's time to stop and do what we call medication reconciliation. So to double check the meds, do we know what they're on? Are they still on those? Am I transferring them to the next department with the right medications? There's also that when you send them home or when you send them to a skilled nursing facility and how do we also get an appointment scheduled for a patient before they leave? How do we set that up for them so that they go home with that in their hand, with the understanding of its importance because that is our next check? We also do a lot of work around follow-up phone calls. So we're trying to let patients know you may get that phone call that's gonna tell you, that's gonna ask you, how are you doing at home? Have you run into any barriers since you've been home? Can you get to the appointment we scheduled? Do you have the appointment scheduled? So one of the questions that we've kind of put in place and are trying to bring back to light is who is your discharge partner? Who's your partner for transition? Who besides you can we share this information with? You're on medications, you're having a stressful experience, you're only hearing so much of this. So who can we talk to? And for the nurses, it's also saying it more than once, it's really putting it out there, and then it's providing them with a piece of paper that says, here's what's important, here's what you need to know, here's who you can contact. We all operate in our own worlds, right? And I could do everything perfect today. And I could hand it off to you thinking I've given you everything you need, but what if I don't know that I'm missing something that you need? We really need to figure out that back and forth of, well, you gave me this patient, but I was missing this one crucial piece that's important for my job, for what I have to do with this patient. We really need to make sure we're capturing that. Welcome to Business Connection. I'm Liz Spencer. We have a wonderful guest in studio today. It's Jennifer Antelis, and she's a realtor with Baird & Warner. Welcome. Thank you so much. Tell me a little bit about why you wanted to become a realtor. It started when I, uh, with an experience I had several years back. We were selling our home, and we were introduced to a Baird & Warner realtor, and she just made the entire process so wonderful and so seamless. Um, she explained everything along the way, and after we sold, I had to buy a house, and she really listened to everything that I was saying and showed me properties that fit me and what I wanted, and it was just, it was just a wonderful experience, and that really stayed with me um, all this time. That's wonderful. Most of the time, people always think that, that um, you don't really need a realtor, that you can do it yourself. Mm -hmm. And why is that not a good idea? What does a realtor do? We're managing so many different pieces. There's a lot of moving pieces at, at the same time, and we need to manage everything. I need to know what's happening in the marketplace. I need to understand what's happening in the neighborhood. I need to know what the pricing has done uh, in the past and what it could go in the future. 
Um, I also need to be able to explain contracts to you. So there's a 13-page contract. What does it mean? Why are you signing it? You know, so they, people need to understand this whole process. Um, I also need to be able to negotiate. So I'm going to be negotiating with either a buyer or a seller on your behalf. And so I also am going to be negotiating price. I could be negotiating time. I could be negotiating something other, um, something of, of value that's important to you. I need to be working with the inspectors, you know, and making sure everything happens at the right time. I need to be working with attorneys mm -hmm. and make sure everything's on time. We need to work with the lenders and make sure that the whole process happens smoothly all the way to close. So there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that people just don't realize happen that we take care of. Well, and I think also that it's our largest purchase. Absolutely. And, you know, we make our lives in our home. We all think about going home. It's our home. Yeah. And so I think another hat you wear is counselor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because sometimes um, the families don't agree on what they want. And you need to be that voice of reason. I understand that you want this, but here's what the market is saying. You know, and, and we also, it's hard to hear about the value of someone's home because, to your point, that's their prized possession. Mm -hmm. And it may not be worth out in the marketplace what they think it is. So that's a hard conversation to have, and it's a hard conversation to hear. So I have to tread lightly. That's right. Well, it's a, it's a big role that you play. Why did you choose Baird & Warner? One of the things that uh, interested me was I knew that they were customer focused. Obviously, I had that experience mm -hmm. firsthand. Right. And when I met with the managing broker out in Naperville, Bill Gill, I knew immediately that this is the company I wanted to work with. Um, they spent so much time training and supporting all of their agents. Um, but not only their agents, they also support the community. And that's a big deal for me. Um, so the Naperville office supports Loaves and Fishes. They support uh, 360 Youth Services, Naperville Response to Veterans, and the Ribfest. That's a lot, and it is important. Now, Baird & Warner has been around since uh, before the Chicago Fire. They played mm -hmm. an important role for Chicago in that. They have been, and so people don't realize that they are, Baird & Warner is the oldest real estate firm in the country. They've been around since 1855. So needless to say, they've seen a couple market changes throughout their careers. And now, how long have they been in, in Naperville? Baird & Warner has the largest market share in Naperville. So we're the number one with listing and selling in Naperville. We're the number one office with listings and sales in the surrounding suburbs. So what does that mean for our clients? It means that you're getting all that expertise and knowledge behind you, and we're supporting you all the way. I think that's important. It says a lot. The, the firm behind the realtor says a lot. So absolutely. Absolutely important. So tell me, what makes you different from everybody else? I think what makes me different is I work from the heart. It's very important to me that my clients have a positive experience from beginning to end. There may be some hiccups along the way, but the whole process is a positive one. I, I absolutely love working with first-time home buyers. When they get that first home and they, they find that home, it, it's just so fulfilling. We get to close and they get their keys. That's an amazing feeling. It's an amazing feeling for me and, it, and it's why I do what I do. Um, I'll also, I'll tell you a story. I had this family that were moving up in size house. Their family was growing. And we were looking at nine homes in one day. And it was rainy day and everybody was tired. But at the end, we, we got to this one house and they just, they fell in love. And I could tell, you know, and that's what makes it worth it. They loved the house. We went back the next day. 
we put in an offer and, and they and they got the house and they love it and I still visit them and it's just it's so rewarding what I do is very rewarding you play a huge role in what makes a house a home by helping us find our home it could be one of your biggest investments it's a lot of money it takes a lot of time and it is it's an important decision and so to be a part of that with somebody is very rewarding. So Jennifer, you had a few life changes that kind of led you to be a realtor. So tell me a little bit about how this all came together yeah. and now has been just a wonderful life change for you. It, it has. So a few years back, um, my husband and I got a divorce, which is why we were selling the home. And our realtor was absolutely amazing throughout that process. And then she helped me purchase my own home. My corporation was doing some downsizing, so my role was eliminated. So that was a little stressful after I just purchased a home. So I was fortunate enough to land another role within the same company. So two weeks after starting that new position, I was diagnosed with cancer. So I went through surgery, uh, went through two rounds of chemo, then went through radiation, uh, and came out of that okay. Awesome. Yep. So happy about that. Thank you so much. And then after about a year, uh, my role was eliminated again. And the, the whole process is, is very stressful, uh, looking for a role and not knowing about your future. And at that point, I knew I, I, I don't want to go through this anymore. So I left the company and started to do real estate. And I knew immediately this is what I wanted to do based on the experience that I had. Uh, this is it's a rewarding business and so fulfilling. And I'm just so glad that this is where I'm at in my life. That's wonderful. Well, I thank you for stopping by and visiting with me a little bit and tell thank me a, a little bit about what you do, why it's important, and, and how you and Baird and Warner play a big role in our community. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. No problem. And we're going to be right back with more Business Connections. Stay tuned. If you're interested in a television appearance on Business Connection as a way to reach out to your community or to gain exposure for your company, contact NCTV 17 at 630-355-2124. I'm Liz Spencer and thank you for watching Business Connection. This episode of Business Connection is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor Esser Hayes Insurance Group. Serving the Naperville community by putting an expert in your corner since 1941.